0: It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to sparkle.
1: Sparkle. Hello, citizens of Sparkletown. This is your deputy mayor speaking. Sparkletown is a municipality that intersects and overlaps with the city of Berlin. It is ruled by the Contessa. Its citizens are anyone who is lovely... Wonderful, generous,
0: and fabulous,
1: and fabulous. You heard the Contessa. Today we are talking to Gabby, Gabby Tupper, one of the original Tuntun.
2: I finally want to win this contest. This crown belongs to me.
1: The crown belongs to Gabby Tupper. Well, we'll get to that.
0: She came in here and, number one, took me to school on contemporary earlier, previous Berlin drag. Uh, Not the early days of Berlin drag, which is many years before I was born, but the more contemporary.
1: Contemporary earlier. Yes. (laughs) So, modern history.
0: Modern history, yes, of Berlin drag. Mm -hmm. And, oh my goodness, the class in this queen uh, poised, sure of self and I have seen her in and out of drag now, in and out of, of uh, uh, performance areas and she, I, I love her
1: She's great She's grand. She is grand, a uh, great person and uh, also a very uh, active, uh, an active activist
0: she, rarely, she really is an active activist mm-hmm. and we were mm-hmm. discussing uh, being an activist and being an ally and being an accomplice and
1: yeah, she don't don't up. don't give all the all of it away. Let people <laughs> listen to the interview, okay? Yes. okay? And I want to apologize a little bit for the uh, possible sound quality on this one. We recorded it a while back. Something happened to the file when I was uh, trying to edit it, and I've tried to make the best of it. But if there are some glitches in the sound, well, I apologize.
0: Wouldn't it be a drag show without technical difficulties.
1: Well, so they <laughs> say.
0: <laughs> Let's get to Gabby. Hello citizens of Sparkle Town. If I sound very excited today, there's a good reason for it. In front of me, across the table, is Housewife, Showgirl, Diva, Gabby Tupper. Hello. Thank you so much for coming today, Gabby.
2: Thank you for inviting me. Oh God. Yeah. Berlin has a very long history with drag. Yes, um, although Berliners or the gay community in Berlin choose a different word, we didn't, uh, we just, within the last about 10 to 15 years, we took over the American drag queen. Um, before, we just used the German word tunte. Tunte. Yeah, uh, which was um, um, a bad calling uh, for um feminine uh, gays for a long, long time, and um, within the political activism of the 80s, um, some blamed the Tuntl, the, the feminine gay man, for destroying the gay um, political way because being so, uh, so outside and so big and so visible. And then the uh, guy said, well, if You like to call us Tunte and blame us for what we are, we turn it around. We are Tunte. We are proud. We are proud gay men wearing a dress and doing political activism. And that's, uh, yeah, that's still a part where I've come from. Talk about reclaiming a word. Yeah. Wow. You have
0: been part of the Berlin drag scene for quite a while. Did you actually start in Berlin?
2: No, I started in Kiel. I'm born in North Germany. Um, So I'm natural blonde, yes, Um, but I'm not stupid. Okay, sometimes I am, but um, however. Um, (laughs) And um, so it was, I don't know, like almost every or most of the drag queens, I always like to dress up, even as a child playing with the dresses of my grandmother, and um, then I came out at the age of 16, and um, right there, this is, uh, in Kiel, there was a scene, a, a drag community, or the gay community was almost run by drag queens, um, and so they did the political activism, and that's where I wanted to be, and that's where I fit in. And so with my... Gay coming out, I uh, also had a drag coming out. Were you always Gabby? Um, no, I had another name, in Peel. And uh, long story short, um, within my way, um, I was also part of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, um, the gay activist nuns founded in San Francisco. And as a sister, I took the name Sister Gabriella. And moving to Berlin, many people knew me in Berlin as Gabriela, and so always called me Gabi, and that's where I decided, okay, I'm Gabi. And um, at that time, it was in 1996, um, so yes, I am old. <laughs> no, you never ask a lady her actual age. <laughs> um, actually, I, uh, I like to talk about age. Oh, we do? Um, oh, yeah, great. yeah. Um, Because there are so many young queens, and so many young queens who are really interested about what was 10, 15 years ago, and how was the community, how was the scene, what was happening, what shows were done, and so, and um, I can talk about that. Oh, please do. How has Berlin Drag changed in that time? As I got to Berlin in 1996, there was hardly any drag scene. Um, not because even the, Yeah, there were, uh, but not that many. The community still was suffering from the AIDS crisis, uh, where in the late 80s to beginning 90s, so many had died. So quite some uh, Tunten, quite some... People from this uh, performance scene stepped back into their private life because they just felt they couldn't perform or couldn't go out anymore remembering all those people who died because of AIDS, who was gone forever. And as I came to Berlin, there was another movement started. The trans movement got bigger. So there was an idea of putting this together people who live between the genders or people who play with gender roles. And uh, so the community here in Berlin very quickly took the trance or the star at the end. And with that, it came that more people were getting interested in playing with gender roles and that it's not only gay men dressing up, it could be everyone and uh, dressing up performing and, and have an I- idea of gender roles of political activism and so on and you were working for a period at least with cafe Transler. yeah um that's uh, where what we started then in 1996 uh, first of all it was a weekly meeting open meeting uh, with a little bit of show and later turned out uh, as a show event once a month, open stage, and we could play with the famous Kaffeekranzler at the Kudamm, the cafe in East Berlin for tourists to be with very, yeah, there are stories about the Kaffee old ladies sitting there and very rude people working there. So it's um, one image of West Berlin, and so at Café Kranzler? Um, yes, yeah, so the, the Café Kranzler is still around, not that big anymore, but we, we played with uh, that meaning uh, so everybody knew at that time what Café Kranzler was, and we, uh, and of course trans, putting the trans in it. We like to create a comfortable place where everybody who identifies as trans playing with gender roles or living between the genders can meet and can, can be there and can perform. What year was that? Uh, we started in 1996 to 1997. That um, is
0: quite a long time ago, yeah. where it's only been recently for me that I'm hearing more about gender fluid people, those who may not necessarily identify as trans those who may not necessarily define as straight or gay or lesbian?
2: I think at that time we didn't uh, say gender fluid. But um, so for me, it was always clear that I'm a gay man. No, no it was not always clear. I, uh, I questioned myself because of being a drag queen within the gay community and a drag queen. Now, please, children, don't listen. If I say that um, a drag queen who likes the harder sex it was hard for me to fit in and find, my, find a place for me to be on one side uh, in the leather community and on the other side being a drag queen. And so I questioned myself if it would be easier to find someone to love or have a relationship with if I'm going the trans way. And uh, with that thought, going the trans way, it's not a way, either you are trans or not and if you question yourself if it's a way for you then it is not you certainly must say it's it's not because people who are trans they are trans they don't have they don't question themselves and that's where I found out okay no I'm I'm gay and I'm a gay man I and I love to be a gay man and uh, I also love to be a drag queen and it's not me I have to change it's the uh, gay community That has to change accepting me who i am as i am
0: and now we're in 2017 are you still finding that same
2: lack of acceptance um thank god much has happened many things have changed and i must say especially a big big thanks to rupaul because of drag race so many people realize that it's not only, that drag is not only about putting on a dress and some makeup to be on stage, or it's not about people looking at me. It's not about being in the, in the center, being visible, being queer and, and, uh, and strange. It's, a, it's hard work. It's a l- lot of money we put in, And you don't do that if you don't feel it. If it's not part of yourself, you don't do that. Um, And people are realizing that. And um, I can tell stories about fuck buddies and sex partners I had um, ending up sex session where we discussing our favorite drag queens from drag race for hours. (laughs) And st- instead of uh, yeah, doing some nasty stuff, it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, a lot has changed in a the, in the
0: good way. I can give RuPaul some credit for definitely bringing drag into the mainstream yeah. and allowing those who may not have been aware of it or aware that it was not just gay men doing drag. Yeah. I have personally been watching drag shows for a very long time. And I am familiar personally with two very straight guys who their work at night on the weekends is to dress up as women and sing. This is what they do. And yet they call themselves drag queens. Yeah. And it's a valid term for that.
2: Yeah. And so I
0: was running into people saying, no, they have to be
2: queer if they're a drag queen. No, they don't have to. It's... um so first of all if whether you call yourself drag queen or a tranny or transvestite or whatever it's um, your decision how you call yourself it's my decision that i wanted to be called drag queen for me drag queen always means that you are aware that you that it's not only some costume you put on like an actor goes on stage and putting on a costume Uh, Then you're an actor, Mm -hmm. but uh, for drag queen, I think you have to be aware that it's a play with gender roles and that it has a lot to do with political activism, gay political activism. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that.
0: I found in some research that you have also been part of something else that came out of the U.S., Wigstock, out of New York. And I don't want yeah. to mispronounce this in German, so I will ask you to pronounce it for me.
2: <laughs> we found it. Um, it's uh, also in 1996. We started the first one. It's Wickstöckel. Um yeah. So as uh, sounds like the small daughter of Wickstock, And Stöckel also is in German high heel. Um, oh. So for several years, uh, we... Uh, we wanted to create a place where drag and trans people can come together, partying together, partying for themselves, and not being hired by some party guy or club owner and being like uh, paid with a bottle of sparkling wine because, well, you, uh, you're coming to the party anyway. So when I ask you to come, a uh, bottle of sparkling wine is okay for you? No, it's not. If you book us, pay us. And if you don't pay us, don't book us. And uh, so at that point, we thought about, to, we need to get closer together and learn from each other and, and trying to help each other. And through the years, it turned out in a different way as we started it. But uh, it, was, it was really fun. It was one of the biggest events we had in whole berlin at that time is it still going on there was a group uh that was um last year there was wickstuckle uh again because of the 20th anniversary it's like so many things in berlin it's another thing where you can make money with so it's voluntary organized and it's very hard to find enough people to organize such a big event. There are only very few who can do it on their own. And the idea of Wikstuckel always was to have a group thing with different sites and different people organizing it together. And also within the last years, there were so many other big events in Berlin where almost every month you can go to one big show and many people in Berlin who book drag queens, they pay us. Not all pay a great or the good amount of money, but they pay us. So the need of, the, of where we started Wigstöckel to make sure that we are worth what we, do on, for what we do on stage pay us. That's not a reason anymore. Um, That's some,
0: good news. Yeah. Okay, let's move forward then, because I keep bringing things from 1990s. It's now 2017. Who are you working with now? I got to speak with you
2: at AHA. Yeah. Is that your big deal right now? This is one part. So I've... um Yes, yeah, some, sometimes I ask myself, why am I doing it? Because I'm I'm one of the community queens, I'm doing everything for the community, and uh, where others uh, go on stage and earn money, I'm going on stage for um, community issues. <laughs> um, but I am that way, and um, <clears throat> so uh, AHA is one one part. It's a community space where I have a lot of freedom f- what I can do and uh, what I put on stage. There are other parts I'm working, also working for the Berliner silver and I'm working for the Teddy Award, the uh, gay lesbian, the queer uh, movie award at the Berlinale, and so on and so on and so on. Um, this is one busy queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, and with all that community work, I also manage it um, to go on stage and getting paid a bit.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that, do you have a manager or do you handle all of your own bookings?
2: Um, I handle it all by myself.
0: How does one contact
2: Gabby Tupper to get a booking? Um, you can contact me on Facebook. And yes, I know that I have only one Facebook page and it's not a um, artist page because i'm a lazy queen and i am not good at um working on uh, many profiles i'm so if you go on facebook because of the real name policy stuff uh you might not find me there as gabi tupper but if you type slash gabi with a y at the end dot tupper then you will find me excellent thank Um, you and i'm working on a um on a web page, I have to concentrate working on this. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. But, um, well, uh, just ask the other queens. Almost every queen in Berlin has my telephone number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no, I don't mean the telephone number that's written on the toilet walls. Oh, that That's, one. that's <laughs> not the one where you contact me.
0: I do come from the U.S., and I am aware of pageant queens in the U.S., we recently attended our first pageant here in Berlin at Manometer for the Golden
2: Jungschwuppe. Yeah, Golden Jungschwuppe.
0: Jungschwuppe, and one of our darling little baby queens here won. Yeah, She's a sweetheart. And I was so excited for Miss Jules. And then there's a new pageant getting ready to get started. The Miss Kati, yep. is coming up.
2: Are you also a pageant queen? No, no. Um, well, yes. In some way, there's um, real pageants like in the U.S. Uh, don't happen here in Germany, and uh, because of especially here in Berlin, um, we like to work with each other and and help each other, and so uh, and in other cities, there's much more fighting against each other for uh, certain jobs or certain positions and uh, especially for that we don't like serious pageants okay here in berlin uh there's one thing i'm on for um four years going on the fifth year and hopefully this uh, next time i will win so in spring next year please come to the contest for the miss csd the miss gay pride I'm on for the fifth time, and I finally want to win this contest and want to snatch the crown oh. because I'm doing so much fucking community work that I think that uh, this crown belongs to me.
1: So now you know why Gabby wants the crown and deserves it. Vote for Gabby for Miss CSD.
0: Yeah, I want to find out when the date is for when they're doing that crowning. I would love to be there. Also, Gabby brought up that, I believe it was Vikstokel. Big Stöckel, Big yeah. Stöckel, mm-hmm. uh, that was the produc- produced because they were trying to get the idea that shows should be paid for, that yep. the queens should be given pay for this. Mm-hmm. And the discussion was that it, it seems to have been much better now mm-hmm. But it's evidently still going on or it's come back to going on again where, you know, oh, yeah, come on. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a bottle of wine or you're going to get credit on my Facebook page and, or, or on my social media. And I've got a million followers. Uh, evidently, maybe we need to bring back. Um,
1: well, I don't know. I, I think that is a thing that happens to any creative person, any uh, musicians, uh, designers, Uh, everybody recognizes that, where you're expected to kind of work for free because, after all, what you're doing, how hard can it be? Or, you know, you're doing it because you love it. Well, you do it it
0: anyway. You're going to get dressed anyway.
1: Exactly, all that. So, yeah, no, I I don't think uh, it's uh, ever going to go away in any of the creative uh, fields, unfortunately. Uh, I think
0: that kind of thing needs to be pushed on.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, We agree on that, definitely. So uh, pay your performers or else. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought I thought we were done, but we are. are okay. Uh, we're. Uh, we're uh, oh, there we're, it is. Uh, okay.
0: so we had to keep going for 30 seconds. Sparkle.
1: You are now departing Sparkle Town. Take care. It's a cold, dark, and harsh world out there. Sparkle Town is always warm and there for you. Apologies to uh, Gabby Tupper for uh, not getting this out before the Berlin Alley, where she was uh, very, very active. But, uh, you know, there's always next year. And again, apologies for the sound quality of this one. Um, there have been some issues while it's been laying around stewing since we recorded it, which was a while back. But, you know, things will get better onward and upward, as they say.